Hello, welcome to another episode of the CyberSec Migrant. Uh, my name is Femi and I'm your host. And today we want to talk about getting into cybersecurity. Uh, people ask me all the time, what is cybersecurity? I'm sure you listening have also probably wondered at some point, how can I get into cybersecurity? It's something we think about. So let's uh, delve into that topic and look at what cybersecurity actually is and how you may be able to break into cybersecurity. Uh, thank you for joining us again for this episode and let's go. So talking about getting into cybersecurity, uh, we want to look at some of the things people say, you know, are you a beginner? Are you considering a career switch? Uh, let's see what are the things you need to know. What are the specializations? What are the key skills? What are the educational requirements, pathways, certifications? Certification is important, I don't know, uh, to help you thrive in this field of cybersecurity. So first thing first, people say, I want to get into cybersecurity. It's a very, 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 I'm sure you get the picture, broad field. Um, there's penetration testing, ethical hacking, network security, incident response, identity, digital forensics, risk management, GRC, the list goes on and on and on. So let's break it down. Let's talk about some of the key areas when you talk about cybersecurity, because you can't just do everything well let's say you're a jack of all trades then you might be able to do everything but let's actually just look at some of the key areas so let's start with penetration testing and ethical hacking that's the glamour boys of cybersecurity because you know all the hollywood movies you see someone in the basement in a hoodie clacking away at a keyboard those are the ethical hackers well if they're not doing anything nefarious um professionals in this field identify vulnerabilities Weaknesses in systems, uh, networks, they simulate an attack, and their role is to find those weaknesses before malicious actors actually exploit those weaknesses. Because you don't want to have a system that's you know faulty and you don't know, and then wham, bam, someone has actually hacked you. And then you are on the hook for billions in ransom. <laughs> so um, ethical hackers are those people who most of those um, identify those vulnerabilities, those flaws, and try to fix them before they're exploited by malicious actors. Then we've got network security specialists, uh, and they focus on safeguarding the um, organization's network infrastructure from, you know, unauthorized access. You know, think of all your, you know, you want to make sure that you're keeping uh, the CIA triad, which you hear a lot about, and it's nothing to do with Virginia. The CIA triad of confidentiality, integrity, and availability of data transmitted across the network. So they are responsible for firewalls, you know, firewall rules, you know, monitoring traffic. If you've got VPN software, they manage all of that. So those are the guys who make sure that all the information is flowing smoothly across, you know, the various networks, you know, wired, wireless, fiber. Another area of cybersecurity is incident response. And these people are experts who handle, you know, cybersecurity incidents. So if there's an issue that needs to be investigated, then you call your IR team, your incident response team, not infrared. Uh, and they respond to identify, contain, mitigate the impact of breaches or cyber threats. And they really play a critical role in minimizing damage and restoring normalcy to your operations so they're important people 
Uh, we've also got digital forensics, who are the investigators of the cybersecurity world. They analyze and investigate cyber crimes. They collect and analyze a ton of data, digital evidence to identify the perpetrators and support legal proceedings. And their work is very vital in understanding how you know cyber accidents happened from the beginning through to what it was going on and how it was all stopped. And also, it's also very important to prosecute the bad guys who um, got into your network. So those are the incident response team. We've also got risk management. Risk management is the people who assess your network, assess your infrastructure, your organization, uh, and identify the various risks that you could face in the course of business. And then they develop strategies to minimize those risks protect your sensitive data. Uh, they also play a crucial role in implementing comprehensive security frameworks uh, in line with several industry standards. There's NIST, there's ISO 27001, uh, there's a bunch of different standards and they make sure that all of that is happening. Um, we've also got a few other niche teams. We've, got, we've also got uh, software development security specialists who ensure that your software is developed with security in mind from the ground up. So you don't bolt on security afterwards, but you actually build on security from the very beginning. So software security people deal with that. And then you've also got some people who do identity and access management and identity and access management basically are to ensure that the right people have the right access to the right resources and nothing else. So you don't want anyone who is not authorized to get access to some information which could be sensitive and could be catastrophic if it gets into the wrong hands. Uh, so those are some of the key areas, the key roles you would have within cybersecurity. They're all related, uh, but also quite different. And I haven't met one person, let me think. No, I haven't. I haven't met one person who... Um, does all of this extremely well. They probably exist, but you would understand the basics, but most people tend to specialize and focus on what you want to do. Um, so that's the way it is. Now, now that we know all of these you know, various specializations, let's talk about the skills you need. You need certain skills to succeed in the field of cybersecurity, generally, not even specifically to one area, but just generally. One of the key things important Strong analytical skills, strong problem-solving skills, those two are very vital. And then you need to understand a, at least have a basic understanding of networking, programming, and operating systems, how they work, how they all come together. You don't necessarily need to know how to write code, but it helps if you do know how to write code. You don't necessarily need to understand how to create, manage, and troubleshoot networks, depending on what area you're looking at, but it helps if you know how to do that. So you can see how it is. It's not compulsory, but it is necessary. Um, but the crucial things, the most important things, you need to have analytical skills, you need to have the ability to be able to take complex information, identify patterns, and make informed decisions, because those are absolutely essential to succeed in a cybersecurity role. You also need to have a keen eye for detail because you want to pay attention to detail and the ability to think critically will help you uncover potential threats and vulnerabilities that may come up. 
Um, you also have to, like I said, have a decent knowledge of networking. So protocols, architecture, security principles, those will be important because you might have to, you know, secure networks or VPNs, you know, intrusion detection systems as well. So all of that is important. I said you don't have to program. I stand by that. Uh, but there's quite a few people who think differently. It all depends on what area you're going into in cybersecurity. But, and this is the but, if you do know how to write programs, particularly in languages like Python, Java, C++, C Sharp, it can be really beneficial to your, you know, to your career. Your career can take off, wee! Uh, in cybersecurity, because you just sort of understand how some of these things all come together, you know, and you can develop custom tools that would enhance your effectiveness, you know, in your various roles. And finally, if you have a good understanding of operating systems, you really understand that underlying framework of how computer systems all come together, you know, Windows, Linux, Mac, Android, mobile operating systems, all of that. So, it all sort of comes together. Now, like I said, one person may not have all of those skills, but if one person has them, it would be absolutely great. I wish I was that person, but it isn't easy to find one person with all those skills. You could have a few, someone that has a few of those, but not always. Um, formal education also isn't really crucial. You don't have to have a degree in computer science or computer information systems or computer engineering to get to cybersecurity, though it helps. But what I would say is, while formal education in cybersecurity is valuable, it does not take the place of experience, hands-on skills, and proof of proficiency. So. If you don't have a degree, but you've got a ton of hands-on skills, you've got soft skills, and you've got proof of proficiency, hey, you're going to get a job. So there's that as well uh, to think about. And while we think about, you know, an academic education, there's also the age-old debate in cybersecurity, and in fact, in all of technology and IT, and it's going to go, I'm not going to stop that debate, and I'm not going to try to. That is the debate of certifications or no certifications. To certify or not to certify. Do you want to take certifications as the key thing or do you not, do you not want to take certifications? And I say it varies. You can, you can build your skills practically and be able to do that thing very well. But the certification provides a third-party validation of those skills. So if I, if I didn't know you before and I was going to judge you based off of uh, documentation about you, I see maybe a bio. If I see that you've got a couple of certifications, then I would expect you can do the job. And if you do not have those certifications, it's just it's kind of logical. So um, while it's not crucial, it does help your career to actually get certified. And speaking of certifications, let's talk about a few that could boost your career. You know, they're important, right? So let's see. Uh, if you want to get a career, build a career as an ethical hacker, penetration tester, then you would do well to consider doing the Certified Ethical Hacker, CEH, or the Offensive Security Certified Professional, OSCP. 
those two were considered really good they're like the gold standard in the industry for penetration testing and ethical hacking so if you want to showcase your skills that's what you want to do but broadly speaking for general cybersecurity, one certification considered the gold standard is the cissp certified information system security professional as a cissp you're at the top of your game you understand everything there is to know about security across all the areas of security software development ethical hacking cryptography identity and access management governance risk and compliance audit everything so you're like the the big boss that understands everything in security and it's it's a it's a very coveted certification industry it's quite difficult to get but a lot of people do get it uh, and if you get it it's pretty much a good feeling when you get that so if you want to showcase that you're the dawn then go get the CISSP now there's two other certifications which are quite niche in the fact in the sense that they are very very specialized in what they what they are but if you have them you're pretty much uh, a king in those domains the first of those is the CFE, the Certified Forensic Examiner, and those are the folks who would lead all the, you know, there's an incident, there's a cybercrime, or there's, there's a breach. You need a CFE who's going to head that investigation, lead all of that, and you can do a really good job of finding out what has happened, you know, painting a picture from the beginning through to what it happened till the end. So a CFE is crucial to having those roles. Uh, you want to get a CFE. But like I said, it's very niche. The other security certification I wanted to talk about is the QSA, Qualified Security Assessor. And that's a certificate that is required for the payment card industry data security standard. Uh, a QSA is required to be able to validate payment merchants and providers that they meet all the requirements for handling and processing such transactions involving credit cards and all of that. It's also a very niche credential, but um, if you're a QSA, you can you can make big buck, so that's good. Um, so if you want to go into something really, really specialized, you can be a CFE, you can be a QSA as well. Those are two very niche um, certifications, but they are also very crucial in the industry. But I will say this though, remember, certifications only validate your knowledge you need to have hands and experience and be able to show proficiency uh, that you've got that experience as well so it's not only about gathering the alphabet soup of certifications behind your name because it could be, it could be very long you know you've got so many certifications and you have so many letters behind your name um, it's always fun sometimes, but it gets tiring after a while, I think. Yeah, maybe that's just me. Um, so certifications validate your knowledge, but you still need to be able to demonstrate that in a professional environment that you're able to do all of that. So that's where certifications come in. So are certifications important? I don't know. What do you think? Let's you know. Put you know in the comments. Uh, let's see what you think about certifications. Are they crucial? Are they very important? I'll let you know what you think. So feedback is highly welcome. Um, so I, I hope that if you've been thinking about getting into cybersecurity, this has helped you a bit. I hope not confused you a bit more than, you know, you were before you watched this video. 
or listening to this podcast. Um, cybersecurity is a really, really broad industry, and there's so many specializations within cybersecurity. So you would do well to realize you know, what are your skills, what are your strengths, what do you enjoy doing, and then what area of cybersecurity can that get into, and then that can help you sort of start your journey into becoming a cybersecurity professional. So I hope all these tips have held and you've been able to take something out of today's episode. Uh, thank you for once again for tuning in to another episode of the Cybersec My Grant. And please do leave us your feedback. Uh, this question in the poll, you can also answer the poll. Tell us what you think. Uh, and till we come your way again next time, I remain your host, Femi. And thank you for listening to the Cybersec My Grant podcast. <laughs>